was the night before Christmas vacation. And the fun was in full swing. You have split our family onto two separate flights. Mom! Max, please! The family left for their big vacation. Is that everyone? The cars are leaving now! But forgot one little thing. Mom? Dad? Uncle Blake? They don't even know I'm here. They don't even know I'm here. My mom and dad have gone to Tokyo. I'm totally on my own. You do realize that my 10-year-old son is at home by himself. You just assumed Max was on the other flight. We didn't take a census. We got reports of suspicious people around 36 Lincoln Ave. I can't go to jail, honey. I wouldn't last 30 seconds in Gen Pop. It's where fresh fish get got. Nobody here is getting got. And we're criminals. I don't think so. This is my house. I have to defend it. Orange stripe center pocket. Ooh. That did not sound right. I am trying to get home to my son. Who is alone. I'm scared. And he needs his mother. Sweet home alone. Oh no, a ladder! You think I'm that stupid? Yes, I do. Only on Disney Plus. This is one of my favorite franchises, and I have to protect it. Ho, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of 12 Days of Chasemus. God, could you be more narcissistic by calling a show 12 Days of Chasemus with your last name, Dan Chase? Well, that's what it is, Lacey Lou. I know. I enjoy the holidays with you, so it's always Chase Miss here. 12 Days of Loomis. Loomis? Get it? Uh, Loomis? I, I, yeah, I don't think that works, though. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it nine times. Not this movie. Um, but we have at least podcasted with this podcaster at least nine times. Yes. And that's none other than Ho Ho Ho. Boo Boo Boo. Derek B. What's up, Derek? Oh, I was I was trying to always hold it in when you guys are doing that Loomis impression. I watched it nine times. <laughs> Don't ever but it's, but it's more but it's more like Loomis at the end of Halloween Four. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think that sometimes, like I was telling Dan, because um, we're always trying to think of like fun Halloween costumes to do. I told him that he would make the perfect drunk Loomis. Yeah. For Halloween next year. Dude, like, just get a dude. brown trench. <laughs> you can even get, like, one of those pizza pepperonis that he has in par four in his face and move it to the other side, like <laughs> what happens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his mole that keeps moving. <laughs> mole, mole, mole. And I could go as little Lindsay Wallace. You could. Or you could go as little Jamie and uh, with the with the clown outfit oh i could that would be so uncomfortable i think though i don't really like things like strapped around my eyes <laughs> yeah. well, my doctor told me not to do any activities where balls fly at my face well there goes your social life i love how this is our christmas episode and we're still talking Halloween. i said derek a uh a, a, a thing Ooh, yeah when you were talking about this movie earlier yeah he goes the whore the whore and it's breaking my check it out Going out the window. That is one of my favorite scenes in any movie. I, like, if I was a kid in high school, it was that kid. 
save all the suicide attempts after class. You're getting all the free play. All right, we're done. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was clueless, everybody, as Dan is. But wow. <laughs> I'm on a roll with you today. Yeah, all right, stop your bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. What? You heard me. Rolling. Fred Durst up in here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know y'all be loving this shit right here. It is our 12 Days of Chasemus, and Derek Boo Boo, uh, it is great to have you back, my friend. Now, we threw in a bunch of movies randomly uh, this year for 12 Days of uh, Chasemus. Yeah, was there one in particular out of the list that you were hoping to get, or one that you were hoping not to get? <laughs> you know, I was kind of, you know, I always wanted to talk about Elf on the show, so that's one that I wanted to do. Elf. You're the like, only even... one. Because uh, it has... Derek, uh, yeah. Apparently people hate Elf. Like, hate it. Like, everybody. I don't understand it, because it has awesome effects by the Kyoto Brothers, the same guys who did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They do all the stop motion in that movie. And it's fun. I, I like it. I like James Conn's interactions with, like... Is this kid really my fucking kid? Get the, get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> he does not say that line. <laughs> no, it's He's thinking it, though. I, thought, I know. The reason I picked that movie, I thought everybody loved it. And then I picked it, and everybody was just like, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> that was just Mike. And so we're actually doing a different movie with Mr. Merriman. <laughs> yeah, I wow. it out because of Pure hatred. I know. If if Derek got Elf, he would have appreciated no, it I, instead of getting a lump of coal like no, Mike Merriman's going to No, gonna get. I think what happened, what's going to happen here is we switch the movie for him, and he's probably going to get an, an even bigger piece of shit than he considered Elf. I, I hope so. Yeah. What is worse? What is the worst Christmas movie ever made? Home Sweet Home Alone? No. <laughs> I've seen worse Christmas I know you have, and I want to get into that. Yeah. I really want to get into that, but I feel like we have to start talking about the movie a little bit before, but we're coming back to that, Lacey Lou. I got a bone to pick with you. What do you mean? Yep. Well, no, I kind of wanted to ask Derek here, um, what is, um, do you watch, like, Christmas TV at all? Like, do you have, like, favorite holiday specials? Ooh. Like, uh, sitcom I, episodes? I'm, uh, sitcom episodes. Uh, I really love the home improvement ones. Yes. Yeah, uh, from what I remember, I don't know necessarily which episodes they are, but they, you know, revolve around the Christmas season. But uh, I also watch a lot of trashy Lifetime Christmas movies, too. Uh, That's what happens. Well, that's what happens when you grow up with women in your household, then you you have to, you can't evade it, (laughs) you know? But, uh, nice. So, what is what is the best trashy Christmas movie out there? Uh, the one, the weirdest one that I ever seen was a very nutty Christmas with uh, Melissa Joan Hart, <laughs> where uh, she oh. actually, you seen it? Uh, yeah, uh, Bo covered that on Pick Six. Yes, yes, that's one of the reasons why I searched it out because it was one that I haven't seen before, and it was like, it's about. She gets a nutcracker that turns into a real human, <laughs> and then she falls in love with a nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, so she, she bangs a piece ball. of wood. Oh, she... Is that how yeah. the ends? Oh, oh. Cause, <laughs> no, because the whole, the whole thing is, uh, Melissa Joan Hart owns, like, a bakery, and 
this guy, the Nutcracker, actually comes into like the bakery and starts cracking the nuts, and that's becomes his job. He becomes the guy who cracks the nuts for her cookies. A literal, <laughs> a literal Nutcracker. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that like bakeries had positions where they just crack nuts all day. They probably don't, but when you have fucking Hallmark movies like that, they just create them. I feel like and we have to do this movie in 12 Days of Chasers at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so what is the best Christmas movie? Ooh. Ooh, the best Christmas movie. Hmm. That's a tough one. Like, what is nostalgic to your childhood? Uh, for my childhood, it's, it's definitely uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. That's one that's big for me. Uh, I used to watch that. that all, one, yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Michael Caine as Scrooge. And, you know, the songs by Paul Williams are iconic in their own right. Uh, and uh, another one that's very nostalgic for me is also uh, Scrooge with Bill Murray. I love that movie. Ah, Richard Rest in peace. You yeah. little bitch! You know, my yeah. favorite anime, I don't think I've told you this, Dan, my actual favorite anime, um, animated, not anime, but animated, yes. is um, uh, Mickey Mouse's Christmas Carol. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I used to watch that all the time. Like, I would watch that, like, every day during December when I was a kid. All right, well, I'm about to get snowballs thrown at me because I haven't seen that or the Muppets one. Well, we're going to change that this oh. year. I'm down. Yeah? Yeah. You down to clown? Yep. I'm down. <laughs> like, kill a clown from out of space. Killer no, clown. No, you know, I, I feel like... No, you can't. Okay, you said you had a bone to pick with me, so just pick it. All right, I, no, apparently it's with both of you motherfuckers. All right, check this out. So, you guys subject yourselves to so much fucking trash. <laughs> That's what you call it. Around this time of the year. No, they're, okay, if you have a couple streaming services, uh, they all have their own Christmas section carved out, right? It's perfect. They, yeah, <laughs> see, you love, love it. it. Hulu's got it. Netflix has it. Prime. It's great. No, it's Disney. really cool. But when you get towards the end of that list and then you start seeing, like, Melissa Joan Hart movies and shit. No, I love the Melissa oh, Joan Oh, God. Hart. So th this is my problem. Um, first of all, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Second of all, do you think that that skews your perception of what a good movie is. Because this movie that we're about to watch is horrendously bad. You gave it the okay, and I think that's only because you watch even worse movies on Lifetime so consistently throughout the Christmas season that it's so numbed down, so dulled down, so fucking mundanely just shoved down your throat. Here, take this fucking Christmas drivel. So then when we get something like this, which to me is absolute fucking garbage day, that type of trash, then when this comes along, you guys are like, eh, yeah, but it's not that bad. Um, well, okay, number one, Scrooge. Um, well, I'm sorry Dan, that you were a hater. <laughs> I was just going to Go say, ahead, Dan, Dan, there's actually worse movies in this franchise, too, because Home Alone 4 is fucking awful. Right. Because <laughs> I won't watch it. Isn't it with the dude from Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a kid who's supposed to be Kevin McAllister. They try to incorporate the the kid from the original, but it's a different actor, and it's terrible. 
horrible that idea. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And that's why we skipped those ones. Now, we had hope for this one, and, you know, it's a new premiere on Disney+. Plus, So it is fun to do. Obviously, we're uh, accompanying this with the other Home Alone movies, which are straight well, the fucking first two. straight classics. Derek, I want to get your opinion on that. Um, what is your opinion? Where do Home Alone 1 and 2 rank on your all-time favorite Christmas movies and or movies in general? I love them. Uh, those are other ones that are very nostalgic for me growing up. Uh yeah, it's weird watching them as an adult because I was actually watch, re-watching Home Alone 1 right before we started podcasting because it came on right after I watched the movie we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's nostalgic. It has great music by John Williams, which elevates it, which they try to incorporate in this. Well, we'll I'll save that for that when we talk about the movie in general. But... Yeah, it corporates a strong word. Shoehorn yeah. is more like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I love them. Uh, I think I'm actually I like Lost in New York a little bit better because it's more open and just has a you know it changes it up a bit. I, I like that aspect of it. It has the same characters from the first movie, but expands it and makes it more wide open in that sense. But I like both of them. Uh, Chris Columbus is a great director, and you know he's went on to yes. create the Harry the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, Percy he went Jackson on to discover America. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I think that Christopher Columbus was canceled. <laughs> plus, plus, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but pl- plus, uh, plus uh, the the writer of those movies was John Hughes, the legend R.I.P. Who would probably roll in his grave if he saw a lot of the other sequels. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, can you imagine the legend himself seeing this movie? And, like, I feel like that's what it takes, though, to make people stop trying to fucking, you know, steal our nostalgic fucking movies from us. I have to cut you off right there. I don't feel like that's what people are doing when they make these movies. I think they're just, like, trying to, like, capitalize on a successful franchise, obviously. I mean, I literally just watched, like, all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. See, so, again, by comparison, that this is probably better. This is still shit, though. No, but what I'm saying, like, there are some installments in that franchise right. that they just shoehorned in and probably wasn't even an actual Silent Night, Deadly Night movie, but it was a se- semi-successful, uh, you know, franchise, franchise at that time. And then, oh, they... and then uh, you know, it was controversial, so here's another controversial movie. We're just going to slap Silent Night, Deadly Night <laughs> on the franchise. And, right, right. And at least this one is like consistent with the same like plots of, you know, it's a kid left home alone and people are trying to break into their house. Right, right. Like, yeah. and then other, fra- other, I mean, at least it's not just slapping the name on it. Well, here, okay, here's my problem with this movie and, and the plot and stuff like that. And I know we haven't gotten into the movie itself, but in comparison to the other movies, uh, the, the other movies were kind of simple. Now, with the third one with Alex and you got the little uh You my, know that movie. Stop so it, well. it's not bad. No, Derek, is three the most is three's not that bad, correct? No, it's not too bad. Actually John Hughes actually wrote the script for three. So Wheelhouse where you, you know take, you know, and you know, it's trying to do the same thing. It is a little awkward with like the whole 
so overblown like terrorist group that's after this fucking part in this toy you, you know but overall it's watchable i watched it in theaters when i was young it was, i kind of have some nostalgic for it still you know same yeah no well it, and that's the thing so that's my that's my exact point though with the third one and i'm glad that you brought that up because obviously that's my gripe with the third one as well the first one is so simple like and the second one it takes kind of the first premise and obviously amps it up and changes some things around but it still has it's it, it keeps its heart it keeps its integrity by having kind of the same setups and 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 just magic to it like you said the, the score to it everything i mean the the actors i mean look at tim curry in part two and rob schneider and all these people that come together to make these magical movies and then the third one takes the plot and they in my opinion this is where they went wrong they tried to add too much they like you said they're terrorists all of a sudden they're using um electronics and all these kind of things to their advantage which i get it you have to update to a certain extent but when you start integrating it with the plot that's where i think that they went wrong and then i didn't even fuck with the other ones but i feel like with this one they completely lost their way they got lost in the woods like the Blair witch kids you know when i seen that this one home sweet home was coming out i wasn't mad about it i was like oh. yeah yeah i was like okay i can get behind this because i watched the trailer for it i see buzz in there that soul you know? right Derek, I, yeah 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 i was like oh i can possibly get behind this i mean it had you know ellie kemper from the office in it she yes Aaron, yeah and um it has the little boy from uh, jojo rabbit which i really like jojo rabbit Nope. And so I was like, okay, this could be good. Like, um, I, I was a little skeptical boy, with Rob the Delaney. whole British accent. Yes, yes. And um, yeah. I was a little skeptical, though, with uh, it being a British family, um, you know, for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I have nothing against the Brits. But, like, it, it just, it kind of um, isn't, it, it, it's a remake, I guess, but not a remake. Right. So. It's a reboot. Yeah. I would say, well, I mean, I wouldn't even, I would say it's a sequel because you have Buzz in there and it's a direct, um, I mean, he references Kevin McAllister. He is Buzz, you know, and I think this is a direct sequel. I don't think this is a remake or a remake. A direct sequel. <laughs> I, like, I, like I know, a, I know. It's in the I'm, same universe. It is. Uh, no, what do you mean? It's Buzz. It's the same. He, they talk about the fucking first movie. I am. Um, how is that not a sequel? I have so many problems. No, with this tell movie. me, tell me how that's not a sequel. It is a sequel. No, technically it is a sequel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you if, if you take a supporting character though from another franchise and then say, oh, this is him, and then we'll reference the main character. Is that is that is that all the connective tissue you need? Is it stoned out of his gourd buzz as a fucking police officer? Is that what all you need to connect it all? And not necessarily give it a pass, but to call it a direct sequel, just one character. To yeah, one hundred percent. That's what, yeah. For me. No, I think you're right. I just I don't like that. I think like, you're right. Like had buzz not been in there. Yeah. Then it would have been like a straight up remake. I want a fucking cameo from Macaulay Culkin. Well, they're probably going to have him do something like What's that. What's he doing today? He's not doing shit. Well, he's, he, he's, he's doing videos with James Ralph on fucking uh, Video Game Nerd, Inc. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, still a competent actor, uh, as we found out in American Horror Story Red Tide. Right. Um, but I hope he comes back for that, by the way. I do, too. 
Um, did yeah. you guys see the little thing about who the at the the, the house of the actual like uh, the McKenzie's house? Not the McKenzie's, the Mercer's house. That they actually do make a reference to Kevin McAllister in this movie. Right. Uh, his home security device. Well, they make several yeah. references. Yeah, the McAllister home set. security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, at the end, he was like, no, don't go to the house. It's my brother Kevin playing a prank on me. Oh, my God. That was so fucking stupid. How dare you? Like, that's what you're going to do? He's like, I was just there. I fucking took 500 milligram edible. Look at my eye. Like, did you see his eyes, Derek? That yeah, dude I, was so like done for. <laughs> um, some of the other references, like obviously we mentioned Buzz. Yeah. Um, there is the the line of dialogue dialogue that says "thirsty for more." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, they apparently I didn't notice this, but as I'm reading this article um, from the first film, they order pizza from Little Narrows. Oh, and they, they they ordered pizza from Little Narrows in this one as well. Okay. And here, you know, here's a fun trivia question, you guys. Do you know? How, I'm sorry, what, Derek? No, I was listening. I'm yeah. Oh, uh, the the trivia question is: um, Do you know how much um, Catherine O'Hara paid for the pizza in the original? 120. Twelve, 12 pizzas, 120. Ten bucks. Yeah. You're close. Oh wait, what? 120.99? No. Uh. Derek, you want to give it a shot? One thirty. It's uh one twenty two fifty. One twenty two fifty. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a lot of fucking money. Well, that's what they say in the movie. She's just like, oh, hundred dollars a pizza. He's just like, he's like, uh, twelve pizzas, twelve. Like I forget what yeah. he says, but he breaks down the math in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my least, like, this is where the movie really lost me. Um, it, but then it became kind of funny because Dan thought it was funny. So when Dan thinks something's funny, I might too. Of course. Um, no, I, I like hated it. Like I, like Dan, like got up to go get a beverage, and this scene was happening, and I paused it. I was like, Oh my god, are you oh, kidding me? So Derek, I, it. I know Derek loved it. And Which one? It's Which one? With the, the fake gangster movies. And um, oh, they're doing the the remake of the the sci-fi version yes. of it. Yeah. Reimagination of angels with filthy souls, <laughs> and they're like in fucking space. Yes. And I was just like, how like it's just not the same, and like the little kid doesn't even use it. Like he didn't use anything fun in that capacity in this. He movie. used his French Alexa. Barely, it, yeah. It, German, but uh. The thing that I like, the, 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 thing, the thing that they are trying to do with that scene, oh, remix. Never fuck with the original. That's what they say in the actual movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the next, but I absolutely hated it, uh, but that line is funny. Uh, the next little Easter egg is when um, the, the robber, which is not even a robber, he's just trying to get his fucking doll back. We'll get to that. Um, but it's when, um, in the original, Joe Pesci lost his gold tooth. In this one, the guy actually loses his tooth, which I yeah. thought was really sad. Like, well, yeah, it's, we'll it's get into all that. Sad, it's pretty bad when you feel, I feel more symphony to the fucking guys that are trying to break into the house than the actual kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the kids just mad because they thought they were talking about him when they called him like little fat kid, and he was like, "No, ugly boy." They called me ugly. He's like, "My mom says I'm oh, not ugly." Shut up, I'm Jojo Rabbit, you little yeah. ugly bastard. <laughs> um, 
Um, and then this other reference, I think this is loose, like Uncle Trouble, like the uncle that is a dipshit that says the alarm aloud and then puts the key under the door. I'm sorry, yeah. that dude is no Uncle Frank. No, no, no. No one could be Uncle Frank. Uh, yeah, well, uh, nobody can beat Uncle Frank. But... Nobody can beat Uncle Frank. Well, okay, again, you just said something right there that... When you watch that original John Hughes film and they're getting ready and everybody's running around, it's so classic. Like you said, they use the they use the score so perfectly. That's the next one, uh, musical callbacks, and um, John Williams did it. And did you know he it actually got him an Oscar? He did not know that he was gonna fucking be a part of this movie. No, but did you know that the original got him an Oscar nomination? I I would too. I give him all the Oscars. That's yeah. fucking one of my favorite movies ever. No, when that scene came on and the music, you're like. Do not do this right now, because you you love the Home Alone montage with the music. There was no, you. I feel like Kevin McAllister in those original movies. I feel like a lot of that classic Christmas music that we hear, right? I don't even associate it with Christmas in general. I associate it with Home Alone and those scenes in that movie. Like Uh it runs synonymously. So. When you when you take it and you rip it out of that and then you try and shoehorn it and throw it in a movie like this, nothing feels earned. Not I don't feel any sympathy for this kid or any of the characters even really. I mean, they're running around and then all of a sudden, montage scene, and you got this fucking overblown montage scene with the music. You can't fucking do that. How dare you? Who do you think you are? You gotta earn that shit. Like, make me feel something for these characters first before you start taking some of my fucking favorite Christmas music from one of my favorite Christmas movies and then just fucking regurgitating it. Fuck you. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Fucking when you find out the reveal of what's actually going on in this movie, it could have just all been solved with a nice, peaceful phone call. That's it. Well, but they were on vacation. They were in the air, so, like, clearly. But they could have waited till they landed, maybe. Well, no, a conversation with the little British kid. And he'd be like, I didn't take it all. Your little backwards, upside-down head doll. No, like, I had, like... All right, so this movie is, like, not even, like, really... A movie? I, I mean... <laughs> 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 Like you were saying earlier, Derek, it's pretty sad. Like when you're feeling more sympathy for the people that are breaking into the house right. versus the little boy. The little boy, I think, was a terrible little boy. Um, he didn't end up stealing the doll, but he did end up stealing orange soda. And not only that, when he went to the church donation place, he's like, like he lives in this huge fucking house. He just had this whole little party by himself with his family gone, like stuffing his head into like a cocaine tower. Snort M and M's like M and M's. Yes. Um, <clears throat> literally playing video games. Like has every toy imaginable. And yet he goes to this fucking church drive, right? And he's like, oh, Christmas presents for me. Yeah. I, like I, that wasn't. The green little accent, fuck. <laughs> And he, I that was a leprechaun. and he ends up, <laughs> and he ends up taking like, and the, the lady comes over and um, she was like, no, these are for the less fortunate. And he gets pissed. And he was just like, fuck those My, kids. I don't have a family right now or something. And he ends up getting like the super soaker or whatever it is. Like go back to your mansion, you little yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like what are you, this spoiled little asshole? I feel no sympathy for this kid. I just want my mom and dad back, even though I wish them away. Jojo Rabbit. I love how he steals soda, and then his parents have it all with the house because they buy in bulk, apparently. Yeah. 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 
soda. It was all diet because he's a little fat fuck. That's why. Because <laughs> they can't give him a sugar. Oh, I'm so rambo. Jojo Rabbit. I'm right. All right. No. That mo- this movie's so fucking stupid. When they say, oh my god. No. Okay. Let's get back to it. They they open the movie. And I thought that it was going to be the kid's parents, but apparently, yeah, these are the fucking robbers that we're being introduced to. Okay, I get it. They're trying to switch things up so it's not your typical wet, sticky bandits, like complete fucking thugs or whatever. Um, they they find they're out... They're not thugs at all. Yeah, right. So they're having an open house, and then they find out that one of the upside-down, rare doll head things is worth a lot of That's money. Boy. Ugly, th- and then they look it up, and then he goes, and then it's not there, and he remembers the kid being there, so they assume the kid takes it, therefore thrusting the entire fucking shit show of a plot upon us all, and and, and gorging it into our fucking eye holes, saying, "You're gonna fucking like this." No, we will not, Uncle Frank. No, we that's, will not. That's a, that's no, when Keenan, that's when Keenan Thompson goes, "You're gonna like this, motherfucker." <laughs> it was like. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves, loves orange soda. soda. I know it's not Keenan, but no, I mean, like, so but it's funny that they. I th- do you think that's a tie-in to that a little bit? Probably not. No. Well, you don't think they're that clever? I don't think that referencing Good Burger is ever a bad thing. <laughs> but that's actually not Good Burger. That's oh. the Keenan and Kel show. Wow. You just called me out. I did. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Damn. so we're going back to our <laughs> editing format here on Cut to the Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Dan hates being called out. Um, yeah, but do you actually like orange soda, Dan? I love orange soda. When I get on, like, I go through phases, right? Yeah. But if I go on an orange soda kick, oh, get the fuck out of here. I, there are certain sodas that I believe have more sugar content in them than actual energy drinks. Right. Orange soda being one of them, and fucking Mountain Dew. Okay, so I have to ask you specifically, guys. Is it Fanta orange soda? Is it Sunkist orange soda? Or is it Welch's? Sunkist. Is that right? Is that... We met a kid once at a bar. <laughs> oh, Sunkist. And we met a kid once at a bar, and, like, that's where we meet, like, all of our friends. It's weird, right? And, like, uh, I, I couldn't remember his real name, weird. but he was, he, was, he was wearing a Sunkiss shirt, so we just kept calling him Sunkiss. And I don't was, know his name. No, we're friends with him on Facebook, but we still call him Sunkiss. I still don't know what is his name. I don't the, know who Andrew. Does Welsh does actually have orange soda? I've never seen it before. Does Welsh? No, Welsh, Welsh grape does. Um, I'm pretty sure they maybe I don't know. Let's see. Uh, now look at Derek calling me out. <laughs> is there another orange soda that I'm missing? There's Mock and Basket brand on soda, which is the go-to. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Did you say the off-brand? The Machiavellian? What? Market Baskets. <laughs> what is that? Market Basket. Market. Yeah. Oh, Hannaford. Or Hannaford. Good. Yes, so they got Fanta, they got Orange Crush. They got oh, Orange Crush was what I was Crush, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Welch's actually um, owns one of these, though. They might have been kissed. I can see I that. All right, here on another educational episode of Cut to the Trace, the Christmas edition. Well, no, if you think about it, though, that's a huge plot point Derek, in the movie. Derek, yes. okay. Yes. What is your 
favorite um, holiday themed drink. So you got your hot cocos, you got your um, Bailey's Irish cream. Uh, do any of these sound appealing to you? Uh, which is your favorite? I, I could fuck with a Bailey's. Right? Irish coffee. You know, I like some Bailey's. And I like some eggnog with some uh, whiskey sometimes. Okay. I like that he turned it all into adult beverages. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, I'll never forget, <laughs> I used to work at a golf course as a teenager, and there was this guy, Keith, that worked there, and, like, anytime a customer would come, you'd see Keith running out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was so incompetent. So, anyways... He used to roll up and in in work and and I'd be sitting there and he would make me a hot cocoa and pour Bailey's and he'd go, all right, Bailey's ice cream and then he'd just pour it and leave it and then just like run away, like like literally <laughs> like a family guy episode. He would run away and like he'd You're never catch me. <laughs> all right, let's not get fired. And and like he'd always stay. Did he get fired? I don't know what happened to Keith Bull. That was his name. Keith Bull. Well, at least you remembered him and not Sunkist, I guess. So, I don't know Sunkist. I really <laughs> love those days. He's the nicest kid. Yeah, he really was. Anyways, uh, let's get back to the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um. So they're going to lose their house, and they think this kid stole the doll. Yes. So they, the dude, the gap, it's worth 200000 This ugly fucking doll is worth $200,000, which will change their lives if they can sell it. Yep. And so they, he believes that the little boy stole it. So the the dad goes um, because they have a family. Yes. Um. So they go to, um, the dude's house because he remembered their names. Right. And um, the the, the the main plot point here is the fact how little is his name Alex in this. No. Yep. No. I can't. no Max. 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 His, his name is Max. 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 Okay. So Max. Um. Gets left home alone. Uh, let's just talk about that for one second. Let me back up. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's not even like he just he just likes the peace and quiet um, because he hates living in a house with like all of his family. Apparently. He goes in the car. And he watches goes cartoons. in the car and watches Looney Tunes. And like the, the thing that made the original so great though is because he is fighting with his family. You know, mm-hmm. like, they make a whole thing of it. They even make a whole thing of it in the, the, the sequel, you know? Like, they have a trial. I was and hoping one of his, like, cousins would do a joke and put something in the tailpipe and we'd see a mid-summer situation. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or even better, a fucking uh, hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Have Jojo Rabbit stick his fucking this, head up. This went... <laughs> Oh, he was, he was watching Bugs Bunny. You think that was a Jojo Rabbit reference? Rabbit? Well, he was actually watching Wiley Coyote. <laughs> oh, Imagine oh, if Taki Gwakidi came as Hitler. But no, I mean, that, that was what was part of the heart of the original is that, you know, he fights with his mom. And all his mom said to him was, I'm on the phone! Right. You know, which is a typical mom thing to say. It wasn't like... He got into a fight with his family. Like, his sister was like, Ew, don't touch me, pervert. I'm your sister. Which is a really weird fucking yeah, what was line. that? What was like, that? that you, was like, what you, you, you know that kid's, like, hiding in the sister's closet watching him or her undress and shit when... It's fucking weird. <laughs> That's fucked up, you guys. He's like, you should have seen me last night in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, just, I don't even feel like this movie necessarily felt like a Christmas movie. No. Um, no. 
you know, it just, like, it had snow, and that's about it for okay. me. Okay. Uh, well, in the tree, I guess. Can I go on a yeah. rant? Sure. Okay, Home Alone 1 is so classic because it embodies what a Christmas movie is, right? And and that being, you know, yeah, that's what he wants initially to be away from his family, but that's the key is to be with family on Christmas. Obviously, it's a fun play on that, but at the heart, when, you know, Catherine O'Hara does come home, in, in the New York one as well, that's kind of what it embodies, right? It's like, you, you can you may say horrible things sometimes, but family truly does matter, and, yeah. and it's the these films, and right? And you believe it in those movies. This movie just takes place around Christmas time. There's no build-up to Christmas. Well, There's the no, tree. Dude, listen, everything is a... Is a is a shitty, watered-down carbon copy of the original movie. Now, you had mentioned all the um, all the throwbacks. throwbacks to the original. Well, there's one where she just says the exact same line in the airport to the lady. Yeah. I'm just trying to get back to myself. Like, they just rip it off, mm-hmm. right? So that right there, that, that was a perfect example of being transported back to the other movie and having something like that work and you feel it, and now they're just throwing it in as a nostalgic line, and it still holds no weight. It doesn't have anything behind it. It doesn't have any feeling. Like, after she says that, then she meets John Candy, and again, you know, holidays. Poker. Yes, the polka fucking king. And instead of king. this one, she's got just, like, this dude that's drooling on her. The creepy guy right next to her staring at the screen. Yeah, he was just like, you know, you can watch TV. It looks like, like a fat zombie from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yes, it was Nick Frost. No, like, the thing is, it's everything is just a lame version. And, you know, even if you take away that, that nostalgic connective tissue and all those scenes that are referenced in it, at its core, this movie still doesn't have any type of holiday stuff, really, except for... Well, yeah. they do the singing thing. I get it. I get the it. Church donation. But what's the? I'm saying, what's the message though? I mean, he's a little asshole. He wants to steal the fucking toys. He like, did. He did steal the toys. This kid's a piece of shit. This kid sucks. And he stole the orange soda. Like, I honestly thought the route that this was gonna go in. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, obviously he's not taking. He didn't take the fucking doll. And I'm thinking that it's Keenan Thompson that took the doll. Which was and another. Then, and then we're gonna get a real villain. Yeah. And, and they would team up. Because realized the kid yeah. didn't steal it. And then the kid being like, well, I just made soda and Mentos traps all night. Let me help you guys. That's where I thought they were going to go with it. And instead, it was just the little cousin that, like, was a little asshole who throws Fuck the doll after Thompson. Right? You think that was a reference to uh, Pretty in Pink for John Hughes, that little kid? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, anyways, um, so, no, like, that they didn't set up, though. Like, they, they didn't set that little kid up. When you said Keenan Todd, that would have been better. Because right. he was in the movie. And, and he could have easily heard the conversation easy. about the doll being worth something. And all he cares about is money. Yeah. But they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't set up the little kid wanting the doll. And then why does the kid just fucking throw the doll at the end over the fucking dude's head? What a little asshole. Yeah. Like, what oh, the fuck, Derek? I know. I don't know. I hated that kid, too. No, like, when this happened, I was like, fuck you, Derek. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the thing, okay, like, I wanted to love this. I think a lot of people wanted to love this movie, you know? Everybody was excited by the trailer. You see Buzz in it. 
Um, but everything nowadays... The buzz was not buzzworthy. No, well, he was buzzed in all those scenes. That dude was legit fucking stoned as hell. As fucking hell. He no, so when stoned I, and he had cheese I, burrito dripping all over his uniform. Do you think it, do you think it was his character that was supposed to be stoned or just him as an actor? Um, either cool. way... Do <laughs> you believe that Buzz could pass? Well, first of all, when he was hitting on her when she was flirting with him, yeah. Buzz got super creepy. Like, as as a kid, you look at uh, the older brother Buzz, and yeah, he had the Playboys. And, so she but, brought his girlfriend back. Right, and, well, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> or it's my ex-wife, Wolf, or whatever, anything, yeah. right? So... They they set all this stuff up and 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 all this greatness I guess in the first couple with Buzz and who you think Buzz would be is not this guy. I mean, first of all, I don't buy him. He could have been a lawyer. I guess I buy him as a cop. I'll I'll let that pass. I'll let that pass. Okay. But the way that he was like hitting on her, that with his stoned, cold eyes, he came off like a fucking psycho. At one oh, point. imagine like, Buzz that. was the real culprit. Right, right. That would have been better. Anything would have been better. Well, it, dude, if they even did like something like a setup, like Buzz did set it up, and he's just like, yeah, he was like, I just, you know, I was like testing you or whatever. Like, make it like a charming something like that, but he would have to show up on set not looking blissed out of his fucking skull for that. Looked like he ate himself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So coming soon, know, they, Buzz as Pizza the Hut. No, guys, you know it's a terrible movie when it has a 3.6 out of 10 on IMBD and a 16% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, I mean, it's not like we're just, like, sitting here shitting on it just to shit on it. I wanted to love it. I I was so excited for it. No, you have an unlikable kid, which that's another thing that made the... uh, You know, Macaulay Culkin was such a great, likable kid. Right. you know, you fight with your older siblings. Like, this one, it was just weird. Right. Like, the weird references all around. Uh, yeah. You know, and he just came off as a little self-entitled asshole. Right. And yeah, I hate him. Feel- yeah, like, he doesn't get into a fight with his family. He just goes because he doesn't want to be around his family. Clearly, like, he's like the black sheep. But, like, he just goes to get peace and quiet in the fucking car. And then he wakes up, and you don't even have that, like, aha real moment. No, uh, right. When Kevin wakes up, he's like, I made my parents disappear. disappear. Like, you Did can just feel, like, like, his happiness. And this kid, it just, it, it felt so, like, shoehorned in or uh, so force-fed. It's, a, it's a very by the numbers, too. And, like, I don't know. I, he destroyed that house prior to that him even having, like, the in quotations, robbers. Thank you, yeah. You and I yeah. never will ever buy a kid just, you know, he's got the, the, the rope through the ceiling thing, and then he just pulls on it and sl- slides right down, like, with ease on the rope right. in the house and stuff like that. Like, dude, when Kevin's on those stairs in the first one and he's going down on the sled, I mean, as a kid, like, that's magical. It's like, oh, my God, if I was a kid and my parents went home, I'd totally fucking do that. And that was the whole point of the movie. It's like, oh, this is great. And then you realize, oh, Kevin's actually going and he's just bombs. Well, he's going to get milk and a toothbrush. And, and he's, he's checking if it was if it was even, you know, FDA approved or whatever. Uh, the American Dental Association. So, like, hey, we like this kid and stuff like that. This dude, he's just, like you said, he's fucking up the house before. He's got a whole thing at Eminem. Like, 
the comedy does yeah, not the, gel with the other movies at all. It's not the same type of comedy. The only yeah. thing Kevin fucked up was Buzz's room. This kid fucked up the whole house. And and that came back with Buzz, though, at the end. It yeah. made for a fun thing. With Kevin, what'd you do to my room? Yes! <laughs> and you know what this yeah. one didn't have that the other ones didn't have? is the fucking, you know, like the elderly, like a... Right, mysterious stranger that scares the, the kid lady. become a friend. I think that's who the couple was supposed to be. Yeah, they, so yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I think they tried to kind of incorporate that and do it, and they did it kind of by default, right? So when they yeah. when 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 everybody's not a complete monster at the end. And they're all in the living room and stuff like that. Um, but but that's the thing, though. You get that from the jump when you see these people, when you meet these characters in the beginning of the movie. You know they're not complete monsters. Like, they just, you know, like, when, when Harry and Marv got Kevin at the end, they literally told him they were going to fucking kill him. <laughs> like, they were going to murder that they kid. They had a gun to his fucking face. And the guy took Fight his, his fucking fingers to- off. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Moth! And then the bird seed in the second one. This one, right. you don't get like any of that, like nothing. You, like because you feel for this couple that's gonna lose their house, and they just want their fucking doll back. And then this little asshole kid who just like took a toy Beats away the from the person with the charity. And yeah, he beat the shit out of him. And then they take him home. And then his redeeming moment is supposed to be that he catches the doll. It's funny. You know, we talk about number three, Derek, and you haven't seen number three. Number three has one of the sweetest moments in regards to like the bird lady stuff. If you remember his neighbor in that one, they really doubled down on the emotion and you felt that. And that was a big part of that movie. That was that was the actual plot point, you know. And listen, if you don't want to follow that template, that's fine. If you want to do other things kind of within the the Home Alone, I don't want to say confines, but within that universe, um, then you can do that as well. But guess what? Don't fucking call it Home Alone and don't associate it with Home Alone then. Make it a different movie. Like uh, the the movie that we're watching with the babysitter. Uh, Uh, Better watch watch out. That references Home Alone in so many ways. Everybody gets it, and, and everybody appreciates it, but it's clearly its own fucking thing. You can yeah. do that, and, and without it being a horror movie, you can do that and and, and, and make a movie similar and, and the same tone, but then you watch a movie like this, and nothing, nothing struck me as that's what the filmmakers were going for. I don't think they were trying to recreate the magic. They were trying to make a stupid fucking movie and take the Home Alone name and disgrace it. And they succeeded. <laughs> well, they did call it Home Sweet Home Alone. Fuck you. They, they, fuck you guys. <laughs> like no. Home sweet to home tonight, tonight. <laughs> I don't know, man. I am not a writer, but like, I would do so many things different if you have... If you have the name... The traps were even bad in this. Yeah, I would use it as an opportunity. You know, with with Kevin, obviously with him growing up, um, you, you're, you're, you're obviously confined and you can't really do anything with that unless you make him a parent or whatever. And I, I still think that would work. Oh, um, you know great or- if they made Kevin a parent and they have Marv as his new neighbor and Marvin's a... Right! Dude, like, dude, the old exactly. 
I it, think you could do an adult Home Alone where Kevin gets left home alone by his family for the holidays. No, you can't. Right. No, you could do Kevin as the creepy guy next door or keep him like all fucking, you know, hidden in the movie. And he's a he's a creepy guy. It turns out to be Kevin. Well, I think and he helps him. I, I think so, he's look, not too old at this point to do that. They might come back later in life and do it. Do you think, okay, do you guys think that they will make more movies um, in the future in the series? Uh, based off of this rating, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you know, have Macaulay Cole. That's uh, the only way it will work in the future. Honestly... Yeah. Knowing how this franchise has went with like some of the TV sequels and shit too, they probably will make one again. Right. Not, not right. sure when, but they will. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I just um, I always have hope. You know, one thing that as time goes on, I think everybody's learned is nothing is finite in terms of like you know like look at the Halloween movies. They just keep rebooting themselves and. Different timelines. I mean, we're about to get... Choose your own adventure with those fucking things. Right. So I I enjoy it because it opens it up. And while I thought this movie sucked ass, um, I still have, uh, you know, hope for it in the future that it can go places and redeem itself and completely erase these movies. I mean, really, you don't even have to erase this movie technically, but you don't have to fucking reference it. And why would you? But there are other places that you can go and you can bring it hopefully closer to what, you know, something that we all grew up with and loved. But see, I don't feel like this took away for my love for the first two. It doesn't. You know, like a lot of people will bitch about that. Like, why are they trying to mess with nostalgia? That's what you were trying to reference earlier. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, I have the type of brain to where it doesn't fuck with me in that way. So, like, I'm still just going to watch one and two. Like, uh, no, I meant I'm, while watching it, I was oh, pissed. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, I agree. And I'm going to probably forget this happened and maybe make fun of it on podcasts later. Because there's good ways to do nostalgia, too. Like, we just learned from Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, there's so many different things. There's so many different ways you can do it. But at the end of the day, too, you're never going to get it perfect where everybody loves it, where everybody's on board. But at the same time, again, with this movie, I don't even think that they were trying. It's so different. I mean, the comedy, man, Let's can we just talk about that real quick? I mean, there are jokes being made in It's so dry. It's, it's, it's like they were made for five-year-olds. And... and 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 then they would make like a, a back and forth between it between the two you know um, uh, robbers I guess yeah and that was still as well and I'm like huh okay yeah that, that's another miss that's I, another miss I think as a kid I don't feel like I would have been connected to this movie nobody yeah. would old kid dogs nobody yeah nobody it's 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 a bad movie I don't care what you do. Like, Home Alone 3 used to... Di- I, Would you shut the fuck up about Home Alone 3? <laughs> oh, we're watching it now. I'm going to be there next year. You have to watch it now. You are it, getting on my goddamn nerves. It's what you can do right and it's still... It's not right, though. What is it? Home Alone 3. What are you talking about? You haven't seen it. I've seen part of it. He's homesick from school. What? He's homesick from school. It's not even like a Christmas movie. So so you haven't seen the movie, and yet you're rating it. I don't need to rate it. I'm just saying it's not even in the same realm as 1 and 2. I don't like, know. are you fucking kidding me? Uh, the same guy like, wrote Why it. are you blowing 
Home Alone 3 so much. I'm trying to make the distinct thing where you can show where you can use different characters and still keep the heart and, and keep the dialogue and have some things that made the original great and take different aspects and make a sequel great as well. And then yeah. this is an example of which you don't have any of it and none of it works. That's all. No, it's a huge drop-off. For three years? Yeah. You know huge. nothing, Jon Snow. It's a huge drop-off. What do, do, the do, fuck? Do, 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 let's, let's get the I'm red wedding up in this sure, bitch. Derek, didn't you say three is pretty fucking bad? Derek. No, I, I said it, it's... It's a drop-off. Because I just no, talked about it. No, four. Four, I said it was pretty bad. I, four See, is four bad. is bad, yeah. They made they made a couple of them, and that's the thing too. That's why I didn't watch those. Three is worth it, like Derek said. John you were wrote it. I am not obsessed. I love these movies. I have things to say about them. To be I fair, have... too. To be fair, too. I'm just going off memory. I actually haven't watched part three in a while myself. Same. <laughs> and you're blowing it. Me either, Derek. I I would hate to watch it now and be like, oh, yeah, I right like, now. You might be right. You might be right. Like, he hates Ferris Falcon Bueller, but he loves Home Alone 3. No, like, I think I just don't like Matthew Broderick that much. Yeah, we watched Deck the Hall fan. last night. Well, well you, all, yeah. you know, all know my love of Matthew Broderick from his amazing performance in 98 Godzilla. <laughs> right, but I didn't take that into consideration. I'm sorry, Derek. I, I retract my no, statement. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding, Dan, because I fucking hate that movie. I know. <laughs> yeah, I just think he's very dry. I couldn't think of one thing that he's good in, but then you brought up. I did, and we covered it on there here. Cable guy. And yeah, I was like, he's you're right. Yeah. He's amazing in that. And, but anything else? Like, I think of him in Manchester by the Sea. I'm just like, I hate that. You know, he's, <laughs> he's good in Glory. Glory, he's pretty good in. That's a depressing movie, though. I was going to say, yeah, I haven't watched Glory in a while either. <laughs> Glory Holes? Yeah, no, that a, I watch every day. It's a, it's a Civil War movie where he acts next to Denzel Washington. <laughs> so you know who's the better actor in those scenes. <laughs> right, yeah, it's kind of hard. All right, so did we like anything about Home Sweet Home Alone? Um, There were a couple things I laughed at. I can't remember them. What were they? The Scarface uh, thing with the M&M. That was so bad, though. That was so I know. I, I honestly like, just like the chemistry between Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney as the couple. It could have worked in a better movie. You know, some of the... Right. Their chemistry was good together. It, that wasn't right. right. They were well-casted. And they seemed like a couple, but some of their lines were written kind of, yeah, if you know what I mean. But yeah, overall, no, they, I, were good I, in the movie. they were okay. Yeah, I thought I, I would have. I see what it does go like that. If there were some bright spots in this movie, some of their dialogue was okay. You know, another thing that, um, like the the couple, like his brother that comes, like they didn't really add anything aside from their child taking having been the one taking the doll. Right. They didn't add anything. Like no comedy. The, the OG Home Alone is like just literally you feel Kevin's well, isolation, and this one, you know, you it's too much focused and on them honestly 
to like care about the it, like they flipped it and you care about them as opposed to the kid and you're supposed to care about him as too but they just he's just too unlikable well yeah. okay and the, the, i don't feel like there's any isolation and there's too many cooks in the kitchen you got keenan thompson but look at it look at it this way though it's not necessarily even about that i mean look at the cousin the little kid in this movie and it's not even fuller and that's what I, okay that's what that this is this is a perfect example fuller barely has any lines but he's a legend because he fucking pisses the bed and shit like that's what i mean they they reference him and then he gives that fucking evil smile because he's the only one who's got the bed <laughs> and then in part two they gave him all the soda and like, they gave him all the, so- and and the, the soda and the bed you can see like, little cans of soda in the bed like how many lines does full really have a handful if that so what they do with him is so classic and then look at look at the other uh look at the other kids in this. It's like, wait, there are other kids in this movie? Like what? Yeah, my yeah, dad like lost movie. his job. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And if they do have them, they're all like little depressing emo fucks. They're okay. like, yeah. Or like the she was like, Mom, can I get this dress? And she's like, We can't afford it. And then the the cool aunt is like, Oh no, we're gonna get you this dress. Like Right. Like, fuck you for one. You I know? hate. Yeah. Do Do you guys have you guys ever been in a situation like that with with family or anything where that's happened? Yeah. And yes. it makes your parents feel like shit. No. No. Yes. Did that happen to you? <laughs> it, it happened. Yeah. I remember my aunt. Uh, she gave us a hundred dollars one time for Toys R Us. And my mom was just like, you shouldn't have gave them $100. They're going to spend it all. And you're damn right I did. I bought so many Power Rangers. <laughs> exactly. No, I, 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 I feel like this movie is like the version of like new math. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, it's like new math, like to where it's like overcomplicated. And it makes no sense. Yeah. And, you know, with the whole Alexa being in German and it's trying to like teach you lessons, but it just doesn't. Right. <laughs> well, they use that as the um, as the Catalyst. the angels of or the hells. What was it? Um, the movie thing. Because yeah. in the movie faces. Right. They use it against the, the little little Nero's pizza delivery guy and the robbers in the first one. And in this one, Alexa, uh, don't even do it. Well, it was like the grandmother, right? Sorry. See, I, I said don't do it. No. <laughs> she goes, I didn't do anything. Yes, yeah, so you better not. <laughs> um, no. But in this one, uh, it's like John. They thought it was a grandmother, which okay, but like I, I, I like that update. Um, very minimally. <laughs> very yeah. fucking minimally. Like well, I mean, everything I like. For that, though. That's what like, I'm saying. I mean, it's too like everybody knows the voice of electronic, whatever. Home Alone is such a fucking simple setup, and everything that is within that movie is not necessarily even about being mm-hmm. Home Alone. I mean, the montage about setting up all the traps. It's, it's my house. I have to protect. Yeah, and you feel like you are home alone there with Kevin. With this, I mean, the 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 robbers. That they 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 go and then they leave and then they go sing at a choir and then they come back and it's just like the choir like, ever too. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And it, there's no build up to the end where it's like here's the big robbery scene and you can feel like all right, this is the night that it's gonna happen. Like when Kevin did that 
and and he set that plan in motion. And when he threw that fucking brick through fucking Duncan Toy's chest fucking window, like you felt like, all right, here's where the third act begins. It's exciting. And another thing that was highly lacking is in the original. I know we have we have to keep referencing. That's all we got. Because no, you felt uh, Marvin Harry's pain. Oh, Kevin was inflicting. I felt there was no pain. Like, they look like they've been through a lot, but I don't feel it. Does that make sense? It was, they changed the paint can to to a a thing of flour. flour. That says it all right there. Yeah. But, you know, they went soft. No, and they were like, yeah, your kid's creative. Right. (laughs) Fuck that kid. And then, like, the mom comes home from being at the airport, and, uh, or she picks up the kid and all is well, and they go in and, um... It, like, you thought it ended right there where the ceiling, like, comes crashing down, and then the next scene, like, they're all breaking bread together the next year. Right. Is that next year? Yeah. Then it said one year later. Oh, man. There's so many problems with it. I'm, I don't know. Um, I don't even know where to begin with this because I... Well, didn't even get in trouble. He didn't. No, he's a little shithead. And that's the thing, too. With, with Kevin McAllister, it's funny. In the first one, he said a couple things were, like, you little shit. But still, um, I don't feel like it was um, justified by by Catherine O'Hara to kind of say what she said to Kevin right before she left in the first she one. She felt bad. And then in the second one, in the second one, as we watched it, you realize Kevin doesn't do really one fucking thing except that one exchange with her in the second one, which in the second one she's even more at fault because she's an adult and she should know better. Right. And... And then in the second one, it just, it, it uh, like, he goes to New York, and other than him being a kid and being kind of naive and giving, like, Rob Snyder gum as a tip, um, he doesn't do anything wrong. He's nice to people. He, he helps the bird lady. He does all these things. He helps Duncan's toy shed. He helps the, he helps well, everybody. Well, Max helped catch the doll, baby. Fuck Max. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all he did that was good in this movie. That's all he did. No, literally, that's it. You're oh, right. And yeah. then he was just, yeah. like, and at the dinner right? table, at the end, he was just like, can I have an orange silver, please? Oh. <laughs> Remember what happened to the little, the little portly kid asked, for an orange soda. No, you know what? I, I will say this. One scene that I did like because I feel like in my mind, I was like, that's exactly how I would see things. And then you had said, that's exact. that would be me. And, and that would go down exactly how I thought it would. Is <laughs> when the guy goes up to the house and then you see a cop come flying with, and he's got a dog oh, in his hand. Oh, no, when, when, when he's, um, when he's trying to open the lock and yes. he thinks the alarms are going off and yes. the car's he thinks it's a cop. He thinks it's a cop yeah. car. Yeah, no, I'd be paranoid as shit. Like that's that how too. I would see things. Like, I, if I see a car, that's a cop car. <laughs> like, right. I just thought that was fun. That was like a funny, tiny little segment in a piece of shit movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything else, or should we rate this bitch? Ugh. Uh, I, I got nothing. Derek, you got anything, bro? I got shit, man. <laughs> I will say this. Um, I was looking forward to this episode because I haven't personally uh, recorded with Derek in a long time, man. So it's always great to uh, podcast with you. And then on top of that, it's Christmas time. So that's always fun. Um, and I always enjoy when you come on. So first of all, thank you for coming on again, man. It's been far too long. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, uh, hopefully next time it will be a better movie. But, uh... <coughs> no, probably not. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's a lot to draw. Right. Unless you're Mike Merriman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can I be Mike Merriman next year? What the fuck, Mike? I'm gonna fucking send the second fucking gif and fresh cuts like 35 times now. <laughs> But, no, uh, he would he would he would have done Elf, FYI. Um, I don't know why I just said FYI. FYI. Yeah, but um, no, he e- would have. F- but there was another movie that um I thought would be uh good to cover just because it's a new release as well. So um, I want Bad Santa Three. I know. <laughs> I want it too. No, uh, Derek. Um, so it is the beginning of december sir so what do you have in terms of podcast plans for christmas we what do you have the movie no but i i just want to know well yeah well, well this okay yeah let's let's just do that real quick i i fucking hate this movie this movie's horrible it's i guess competently shot i'll give it that it's got a couple good things 1.5 for me sorry yeah, yeah um <laughs> i'm right there with you 1.5 yeah yeah like i yeah it, yeah I don't know, like, as I said, if I was a kid watching this, like, and not having seen the original, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have connected with this at right. all. Um, it wouldn't have been something that I feel like, I, maybe I'm so old, I don't know, but I really believe that this wouldn't have been something that I connected with. Right. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it is that they, they did try to make it too much, like, with the references and things, and that's what you look for. Um, if it's done right with the Easter eggs, yep. like, what was the movie that we watched that had like all these easter eggs in them like but, ghostbusters <laughs> yeah like um there was another one too yeah but, i know like, I, I, mean, I, I when, know, when it's done right yeah um you know and you have original characters coming back and things like that like it could easily work unfortunately the in my personal opinion home alone is not going to work unless you get macaulay Culkin back right right or you get uh some good writers maybe in even there. fuller yeah, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> right. Yeah, bring forward back. Yeah, so I, I'm right there with you. It's a, this is a fell on uh, <laughs> so many levels. At one point five. What about you, Boo Boo? I'm also at a one point five out of five. It, yeah, yeah. This is a one time watch, yo. It's, like I said, it's not as bad as Part Four, which should tell you my rating of Part Four. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. Be with us in May. (laughs) We hope you had fun on this episode, though. I understand that sometimes, um, you know, when you go through these movies, you run into a dud here and there. We all were optimistic, at least, but this turned out to be uh, kind of a fucking shit show, to be perfectly honest with you. So is there any other things that you do during Christmas this year, uh, Derek, that you got coming up that that aren't soul-sucking, that won't completely kill your nostalgia. Yeah, we gotta watch something good after this. Yeah, we gotta to cleanse the palate, yes. Yeah. But, Derek, what do you got coming up for Christmas in general? Do you have any plans? Do you have any yearly things that you do for Christmas? Are you in any potlucks? Do you have any podcasts coming out? Honestly, the only, like, we might have, because we usually have, like, a holiday party at work, but... Unfortunately, because of all the ongoing things with, like, you know, the world outside, that's not happening. But we might have some fun anyways. We might plan our own little little party at the checkouts of Home Depot and Everett. So that should be fun, at least. Uh, you know, but 
anyways, besides that, nothing really. The only like holiday podcast that I know that I'm going to be part of right now, besides this one, is our episode on Cinema Attack, where we're just going to look at some random Christmas movies, uh, horror films, of course. Uh, Krampus, Silent Night, the remake, nice. and uh, I Trapped the Devil. Nice. Two years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all really, you know, might get some festives. It's still early in the month while we're, as we're recording this. So you never know. Right. Right. Do you, um, do you like the holidays in general? I mean, are you a a big Christmas? Or are you a Scrooge like Dan who doesn't watch Hallmark movies. I love Scrooge. I'd rather watch Scrooge than Hallmark movies. No, I'm just saying, like, no, the thing about Dan is, like, I get into, like, watching, like, everything, right? And he's like, I want to watch all these things with you. And And then I realize they're all shit. No, no. Dan is a poser. Dan is a poser. I am a poser. No, you're right. You love Christmas. I'm just a fucking big, lying lump of coal. That's what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> I would have no doubt. Did you get the picture? You got it. Yes. There's a screen promo on our TV. That's just scrolling across the TV right now. I'm so excited. Derek, are you excited for Screen Five? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty curious on it. I'm just curious how they go on. Derek, why'd you hesitate? Derek, why'd what? you hesitate? There was a second and a half delay. Yeah, there was. Thirty seconds. I got a delay. I got it. <laughs> No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty curious on it. I'm, I'm curious where they take it from, where they left off with the, the other ones. You know, I'm, you know, I try not to go into a lot of hype in some of these franchise movies just because I want to set myself up for failure, which is one of the reasons why I probably am one of the only ones that like the new Halloween movie too. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, right? I wasn't right. expecting much from. Well, you know. Yeah. Now I got a question for you, Boo Boo. Um. This is one of our last questions here. Uh, so we we got 20-some-odd days left in this year. Your favorite movie of 2021? Uh, ooh. It could be any genre. Well, I'm a big fan of the movie Wrath of Man with Jason Statham, directed by Guy Ritchie. That's one that I've been trying to recommend to everyone to check out. It's actually... Kind of great. You're kind of great. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's I don't want to tell you what kind of what genre it's in or like subgenre. That makes sense, but the reveal of what Jason Statham actually is is pretty fucking awesome in the movie. Is that the one with Josh Hartnett? Josh Hartnett is in it. You had me a guy, Richie. Yeah. You have me at, I wanted to watch this movie all year. <laughs> no, Derek, you had told me about that before as well, so I guess now I have to fucking watch that. But, hey, I'm down because anything Derek Boo Boo, well, that's not true. But most of what Derek Boo Boo recommends to me, I like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Like a of- present? Yes, exactly. Uh, this episode of 12 Days of Chasing This. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Boo Boo. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll have you back at some point again. Yes. Yeah, it was sir. a blast. Even though, you know, the movie we talked about was shit, it was still fun to talk yep. about with you guys. 
That's all that matters. Ah. I couldn't agree more, Derek Boo Boo. Thank you so much, and we hope you have a very happy holiday. Yeah, Merry Christmas, man. And for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Dan Chase. Until the next Christmas, you are Christmas Bye. All right, I'm going to go shoot myself. Derek Boo Boo. Derek Boo Boo. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>